0: Welcome to Without Artificial, a creative space to challenge your knowledge about clean skin and a healthy body and mind. I read an infinite amount about health and wellness so you don't have to. If you're hungry to learn, turn the volume up. Hey guys, welcome back to Without Artificial. I'm so excited for our second episode. We're gonna be talking about how our skin works and its own filtering system, and that way we can make better and educated decisions on uh, what ingredients go on our skin and then how the skin interacts with those ingredients. So first and foremost, um, not sure if everyone knows here, but our skin is our largest organ. It covers us from head to toe, And it also uh, filters out only 60% of the content that is put on it. So um, whether that is what you put on it directly or things that happen from the environment, it filters around 60% of anything that it comes in contact with. So the skin itself, it functions as a barrier to protect the body from anything that's harmful like moisture, the cold, the sun's UV rays, germs, toxins, And the list goes on. So just looking at someone's skin, for example, which is actually really interesting. People who have too few red blood cells who are pale, um, you'll realize that, you know, maybe they're low on iron or they're anemic or they have an iron deficiency. Um, All of those things can cause your skin to become pale. So you can tell a lot about someone just from looking at their skin. Uh, People with hepatitis, for example, have a yellow tint. So that's really, really um, cool because you can tell, you know, everything that's going on inside from the outside. So I had to mention that because, you know, a lot of people, for example, when they have glowing skin, or for example, when I was pregnant, everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, you're glowing!" So you know, that kind of. Um, really shows you what's going on inside the body. So when you're, you're pregnant, because you're creating all these hormones and um, you have a whole life inside of you, so, you know, that causes the skin to become a lot more supple, a lot more flexible, and um, definitely gives you that glow. So the three main layers of the skin are the epidermis, which is the outer layer, the dermis, and then the subcutaneous fat. Uh, which is basically um, just fat right under the sweat gland, and then it goes into the connective tissues. Um, And then the skin plays an important role in a lot of things like temperature regulation, toxin filtering, and it also acts as a storeroom for water, fat, and metabolic products. So, for example, if people get their facial and you have this like steam coming out and it actually opens up the pores... So that's what happens when the skin comes in contact with something that's humid, the pores will eventually open. So the skin is extremely dynamic, extremely flexible, everything that you put on it, you know, will have a reaction, whether we see it or not. So that's super important to know. Um, And this is why it's really important to pay attention to what we're putting on our skin, what ingredients come in contact with our skin, whether it's Salts, SLS, which stands for sodium lauryl sulfate. I'll get more into that in another episode where we're going to cover the main toxic ingredients, including fragrance, which is one thing I really, if I could ask for one thing, it's really to stay away from fragrance. I'll definitely dive more into that on another episode because that literally deserves an entire episode. And the last thing I wanted to go over because I don't want this episode to run too long. I wanted to talk a little bit about the skin's filtering system. So it's important to see how the skin filters different things because, you know, we might want to buy a cream that's like our favorite cream in the whole world and it has only one harmful ingredient and you're like, Sharon, please, can I buy this cream? And maybe you might have to make your own educated decision. uh, If I'm not able to respond at that moment, or you really want to get that cream and you have to make your own risk assessment. So it's really important to know how the skin filters and then you can make your own decision later on. So How it works is like this. The amount of product or the chemical that's absorbed by our skin, it really depends on a few factors. The first factor is chemical size. So you'll see sometimes, especially in sunscreen, it will show you non-nanoparticle zinc oxide, which is actually the one that I use. It's non-nanoparticle. I do this because nanoparticles, they're so small that they can penetrate the skin very, very easily. And that means that everything that you put on your skin that is nanoparticle will be absorbed. So the whole 60% rule doesn't apply here. That's why I will always buy non-nanoparticles because we don't know, you know, what those particles will be doing. They can roam around the body causing damage, causing um, DNA issues. So we don't want that. So it's really important to know that anything that's nanoparticle will penetrate um, the dermal layer. Another um, factor that goes into the filtering system is is the skin temperature. So the higher the temperature, the higher is the absorption. Let's go back to the facial example. When someone gets a facial and you have the steam, which sometimes can get a little bit more, um, a little warmer, so the absorption will be higher. And that's where you know the pores open up and then it will absorb whatever goes on there. So it's really important to know that the hotter it is outside, the hotter your skin is. For example, when you sweat things out, That means that the absorption is greater at that specific moment. Another factor is skin integrity. So um, what happens when you have damaged skin? For example, if you have an open cut or a wound, obviously anything that goes on that wound will be absorbed faster um, through the skin and into the bloodstream. That's really important to know because especially people suffering from eczema like I do, sometimes I have breakouts and serious flare-ups that cause these cuts on my fingers and that, that for me screams, you know, open skin, open wound, more damage. So damaged skin absorbs more quickly. <clears throat> That's basically the bottom line here. So it's really important that your skin is always hydrated. Um, you always make sure that it's not damaged. And if it is, you know, make sure that you cover it with something so that, you know, nothing dangerous or harmful, you know, gets absorbed there more quickly. Another variable is a chemical concentration. So, how much of the chemical is being applied? So, again, in my first episode, if you guys for for those of you who weren't here, I mentioned that I was using cortisone creams for my eczema that's on my hand. So, instead of applying it twice daily, which was you know the instructions by the dermatologist, I only applied it once because I didn't want to add too many chemicals. Um, for that one day. So it's really important to um, notice that chemical concentration is also important. If you buy a cream that you really love and you're like, sure, I have to buy this cream even though it has fragrance, SLS, phthalates whatever it is. If you put a small amount every single day, it won't do as much harm as if you're putting it all over your body every single day or all over your body twice a day. The amount of chemical concentration is really, really important so again, smaller amount is better if that specific uh, cream or that specific shampoo or conditioner or whatever it is that goes on the skin. Um, really important to not use as much if it is damaging. Another variable is exposure length. So how long is the chemical in contact with the skin? So for example, and this is an important thing to know. That If you buy a cleanser that has any harmful ingredient, because you're putting it on your skin and immediately washing it off, it's not as bad as using a cream that has the same chemicals. Why? Because the amount of exposure you're getting to the cleanser is only a minute or a few seconds because you're washing it away. So it's really important that you know that cleansers that are clean versus non-clean, they're not as important as buying a clean overnight cream, which you're putting The entire night that you're sleeping. So that's important to note. And then the last variable is the area of skin exposed, whether it's the scalp, the hands. So different areas have different absorption rates. So, what that means is, for example, the scalp, our scalp is um, the most absorbable part of the skin, which a lot of people don't know. I didn't even know this until this year, which I freaked out about because. you know, I was still getting into the routine of buying clean products for my skin. And shampoo wasn't one of them. You know, I wasn't giving up yet. um, My favorite shampoo that smells absolutely heavenly. And that was the hardest actually to do. But I realized, you know, our scalp, Because you know it absorbs the most. It's really important that if you're you know getting rid of your harmful chemicals and harmful products, you want to start with the scalp. You want to start with your shampoo. You want to start with your conditioner. You want to start with your leave-in conditioner. Whatever it is that you use for your hair, Um, and then I know some people use creams like uh, like for like when there's humidity outside. Anything of that nature, anything that goes on the scalp, it's really important to reconsider and um, you know try another alternative. There's one brand that I absolutely love, and a lot of people have been asking me um, for uh, alternatives for their for their shampoos and conditioners because those are usually hard to find. So the brand I really love is Shea Moisture. It is absolutely amazing, smells heavenly, and you don't have to give up, you know, um, any of the qualities of a regular shampoo just because it's natural. Shea Moisture makes anything from shampoos, conditioners, body creams, body scrubs, and they're all pretty great. They're all usually approved by me. So I would definitely take a look at their brand. I know they have, um, I use the shampoo with hibiscus in it, I believe, and it's, I think it's hibiscus and coconut. It's absolutely unbelievable. I really, really love it for my um, for my scalp, for my shampoo, for my conditioner. I use both of them, and they've been absolutely amazing, great results, uh, leaves my skin really smooth, and um, that's minus the chemicals. So that's great, and it's a great bonus. So let's just go over the skin's filtering system just to make sure that, you know, we're all aware next time we want to make these educated decisions. We have the chemical size. We don't want to get into nanoparticles the skin temperature so the higher the temperature the higher the absorption skin integrity so you don't want to put anything on damaged skin as it absorbs more quickly chemical concentration which is how much of the chemical is being applied exposure link which is basically how long the chemical is in contact with the skin so as i said a bad cleanser is not as bad as an overnight cream that you know is going to stay on your skin for a pretty long time and the area of skin being exposed. So the scalp is the most absorbable um, area of the skin. So we want to make sure that we get the right product for the scalp. Um, And then going down from there, you know, your arms, your legs, stomach, um, your breast area, especially for women, that's really important. You want to get, you know, really good deodorant. Um, They did find actually that aluminum and deodorant actually penetrates Um, the skin barrier and goes into a breast tissue. So that's really dangerous. Um, And, you know, with the with the really high rates of breast cancer, um, it's definitely really, really important for me to raise awareness about the fact that, you know, deodorants need to be natural, 100% natural. And I have no tolerance for that. You know, I, I even if I find a deodorant, that's absolutely amazing. And, you know, makes me smell heavenly, I don't care, you know, it goes into the breast tissue, and that is all that matters to me, so, you know, I found a really good deodorant called um, EO Naturals, it's actually a spray, it comes in rose and lavender, and I believe citrus, those are the three scents, you can find them on Whole Foods, you can find them on Amazon, they're great, they last for me for a while, I always keep it in my bag, obviously, if I need to, you know, add some spritz in there, Uh, Otherwise, it's been a really, really good deodorant for me. So if you're looking for a natural ingredient, I'm sorry, natural deodorant, definitely go to EO Naturals. Otherwise, that's pretty much it for this episode. I hope you learned a little bit um, more about the skin's filtering system, you know, how the skin uh, works. And I'm really excited for our next episode where we'll be talking about the harmful ingredients that you definitely want to stay away from. Thanks so much for listening to this episode on Without Artificial. I'm your host, Sharon. If you found this episode interesting, feel free to share and spread the word. See you next time.